there. That there. And going live. And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land. And also, I'd like to welcome my buddy Rich. Rich, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Mike. Had a good uh had a good rest morning after uh working tens all week um out at the warehouse. So you um, slept until like seven, seven thirty? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but an old man speak that is sleeping in when you're waking up at four thirty in the morning. Though. I mean I guess you're over forty, so that does make you an old man. It does. Mike, how was your week up in Esterville? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, there's some, you know, baby issues, but, you know, we'll figure them out. That's what parenting is, going, keeping them healthy, trying to keep them safe. But, uh, no, everything's everything's doing better. So we're, we're hopefully on the upswing and getting things taken care of. Uh, but we have a massive show this week. Um yeah rich hit me with your two top two headlines you want to talk about and then i'll hit you with the with a couple others with the rest okay so mike um, we're going to start the show by going into the nascar corner letting you know how the charlotte roval did and giving you and previewing uh the south point casino 400 down in vegas as well as taking a look at where the nascar playoffs stand with the next round starting this sunday as well as uh looking at the week that was and the upcoming week in the NFL. Mike, what else are we going to be talking about? You know, we got baseball and basketball and hockey to talk about. We got it all, folks. Uh, Sit back, relax, enjoy the show as we Live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Rich, your facial expressions on that were great. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You rolled your eyes a little bit there. So this week... Just looking up. No, I don't know. I, I, I didn't mean to roll them out. I was just like, sort of just looking up. Okay. But, but yeah, that was a good one, Mike. You just kept it going. I know. All right, Mike. So uh, we always start this start the week's episode off with our poll question, which this week was, we will rock you and thunderstruck. Yeah. should probably get over there and see. Yeah. So, Mike, I believe I went with we will rock you. It's a good song to get the crowd involved in on, to, to get the get a crowd in to interact with the music um so yeah Mike, and, where did you go and i did as well you know i think queen is one of those bands that you just can't can't vote against um even though acdc my first album i ever bought was an acd well i guess technically my second my first was simpson sings the blues mm. then i bought okay. uh back in black by acdc kind of a big drastic 
drastic change <laughs> genre of music that's yeah. out there. Yeah, I mean it is, but okay. So how where what were the results, Mike? Seventy-five percent of our audience uh, actually, it just was you know one one person voted with you and I, and then okay. uh, one voted person voted against us. In fact, let me give you those names. They participated, so they get shoutouts. Rich, Sean, Hurley. Uh, I don't know who that is. I, I don't know either. Yeah, we have fans. Uh, he and voted, who else? and uh, he voted with us. Your brother voted Thunderstruck. All right. I mean, the only tie that I really have the Thunderstruck is going and seeing Quad City Thunder games at the Mark. Yeah. And being a naive, like younger kid, it was like, wow, this is a cool song that they used, thinking that this was Whoa. something that Whoa. they had created, Whoa. not knowing, not knowing about ACDC. Okay. I mean, just because you loved Thunderstruck does not mean that you were naive. You were naive for thinking that that uh, the Thunder actually created it. But I, I feel what you're saying now. Yeah, no, I love Thunderstruck. It's a great song. But uh, it lost right. We Will Rock You. And that, you know, that's okay. Um, Rich, right. this week we got another poll question. What is it? And uh, Well, we're going to go with the na-na-na-na. Hey, 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 kiss him goodbye and hit the road, Jack. Okay. That'll go live after we get done on the air here, Mike. So, Mike, do you see what's coming up next? Is it a uh, left turn? It is a left turn, Mike. What's after that? Well, we don't have right turns this week because we're in Las Vegas for the NASCAR Corner. Presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out at on Fifth Avenue, in person, or on their eBay store. Once again, that is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated for all your sports memorabilia needs. Rich. All right, Mike. So last week we were in Charlotte for the Bank of America Charlotte Roval, uh, which we said last week is the Charlotte's road course layout on the track there yep uh christopher bell was the race winner going from last in the playoff standings to getting an automatic um advancement into the round of eight um our picks mike on the playoff side ross chastain had some um um i believe he had some car issues car issues and he had a wreck yep. which caused him to finish 37th your pick of chase elliott came in 20th I believe with Chase, it was just getting caught up in some wrecks in the last in the last stage, last couple laps of the of the stage with having uh, restarts there. Yeah, just got caught it caught up into it and just didn't have enough time to recover. Um, on the non-playoff side, my pick of AJ Allmendinger came in fourth. Your pick came in tenth, which was Austin Dillon. Yep. That makes the standings overall, Mike, 24 to 19. But just looking at the playoff races, I'm up 11 to 3. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, you are on a tear. Uh, getting that second driver really helps you. It really does. Because, yeah. and, and we've seen it a lot where you're, you, you a lot of times have where one of your guys doesn't do that great. 
and the other one does awesome. And in and you've had a few times where you pick two amazing drivers, and I pick crappy drivers. But okay, this week we are like I said, we're heading into Las Vegas for the South Point Casino 400 in Las Vegas. Um, Rich, this is one of your more traditional trioval racetracks. All right. So what are you looking for? Who are you looking to win? And uh, how are you feeling? Um, I, I really don't know how to feel about it. I'm looking forward to watching the race on Sunday. Yeah, you don't um, have to watch a Bears game. Don't I have don't, to watch I them lose again. Even... No, but more on that later, Mike. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, what I was reading in kind of like the Fantasy NASCAR article that, come, that NASCAR.com publishes, uh, said that the Toyotas usually have have had good speed at this at this track type, uh, and that's going to be reflected in my picks. Okay. Um, so, anything else that you want to add before we give our picks? Nope. I, I think it's I think we're good. Um, yeah. What are you? All right, Mike. You so uh, you you have the honors with uh, on the playoff side since your pick of Chase Elliott finished higher. Who, I am. Who are you going with? I'm going to pick Ryan Blaney. I, I really do like the Ryan Blaney pick. He would have been one that I might have taken if you hadn't gotten him first. Uh, he will be in my fantasy lineup this weekend. Okay. Um, so going with the Toyotas, I'm going to go with Christopher Bell. Okay, I like that. Hot, coming like in that. hot after his um, rallying victory down in Charlotte. On the non-playoff side, I'm going to stay in the uh, Toyota garage, and I'm going to go with the guy that I want to see do well, and I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr., Okay, um, I like Martin Truex Jr. a lot. I think he'll do well. Uh, I'm going to pick Austin Dillon yet again. Uh, he does really well at the mile and a half uh, ovals. This is why I'm picking him. Okay, I like it. All right, Mike. So because this, what we we already mentioned that uh, the Charlotte Roval was an elimination race. And that saw, and the drivers that were eliminated were Alex Bowman, Daniel Suarez, Kyle Larson, and Austin Sindrick. Okay. Austin Sindrick. And going into the, going into the round of eight, the drivers that would advance pending the results of the next three races are Chase Elliott, Joey Lugano, Ross Chastain, and Christopher Bell making it below the cut line, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Denny Hamlin, and Chase Bisco. Okay. Look for one of those lower guys to uh, really push this the, the next few weeks to get that win. So that, that would be where I would say on that. So breaking news, literally happening today as we are, uh, the, the, I mean, this came out um, just about an hour ago. Not even an hour. 50 minutes ago. Uh, Kurt Busch has made an announcement that he uh, he is not going to race the rest of this season and he's not competing for the championship next year. Now, for those that don't know, what that means is he will not be racing all the races for next year. It does sound like uh, with that announcement and with the discussions behind the scenes um, uh, that uh, the 2311 T racing is going to bring up um, 
They're going to uh, bring over Tyler Reddick yeah. a year early. They're going to bring they're going to bring him in early, and then allow Bush to jump in a car, and maybe maybe they get a like a, a special charter for a car, or maybe he just jumps into Tyler Reddick's seat once in a while. Whatever it is, whatever it looks like, uh, he will he'll jump into a car as he needs to or when he wants to and when he decides to. And he's going to kind of be the team mentor and the leader of that team. Um, and, and I think that's a great spot for him. Um, I, it's The world has uh, a rough time with the Bush brothers in general. And I think they both get a bad rap. But NASCAR is a worse sport with him out of the race. So it'll be sad to see him not competing full time, but I think it's what's best for him, and I think it's what's best for his family. So uh, good on him. We we have been rallying the last few weeks about how NFL players need to take better care of themselves and not worry about uh, about proving that they are the toughest man out there. They they don't need to worry about that. And Kurt Busch is actually doing in NASCAR what we're preaching in NFL. So. Yeah, and there's another driver dealing with concussion-like symptoms, uh, Alex Bowman. Yeah. He had to excuse himself. I believe he, he missed the last two playoff races, yep. including the elimination race. So yeah. uh, going into Charlotte, there were actually three, three drivers that were looking to get to stay below the cut line since Austin Dillon, not uh, Alex Bowman, was excused, uh, sat out the race. Yeah. It's one of those things that it's just it's crazy, but we and and you don't think about it in NASCAR, but the way these guys take impacts, it's amazing. More of them don't have issues like this. It's good to see guys taking care of their health and taking care of themselves. So, uh, Rich, do you have anything else to talk about in the N or in the NASCAR? I don't. So, Mike, you uh, you started going. You started saying NFL. So let's go ahead and uh, go over to the gridiron. You want to do that last read real quick? Um, sure. All right. That was the NASCAR corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Check them out in person, Fifth Avenue in Moline, or you can find them on eBay. Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Okay. Heading into the NFL this week, Week Five, Rich. You picked the Packers over the Giants. Man, that was um, that was rough as a lock of the week as the Giants come out winning 27 to 22, bringing your overall record to 3 1 and 1. All right, Mike, you had much better luck than I did as the Bills dominated the Pittsburgh Steelers 38 to 3. So you're bringing your record to two and three yeah. on locks of the week. The upset special, Mike, um, I also didn't get that as the Seahawks fell to the New Orleans Saints 39 to 32, dropping my record to three and two. How did your upset do, Mike? Two and three is what your record shows. Oh, two and three. Um, mine, uh, by the way, we're sitting at the same record uh, at two and three because Cincinnati could not come up and show up against Baltimore Baltimore winning the, the the game 19 to 17 in the Bears Vikings games we both picked the Vikings and as much as the Bears tried to make it happen 
they fell short yet again, losing to the Vikings 29 to 22, bringing the Bears' record to two and three on the year. Rich, you and I are both yep. four and one. All right, Mike. Thursday night football was another Bears game when the Washington Commanders came into Soldier Field. Um, you went with the Commanders. I kept I kept with my pick of the Bears from the preseason, and it didn't work out, Mike, as the Commanders won. I didn't put the score here, but because it Commanders doesn't matter, won. it was a terrible it game. We. It, it, it was I, twelve it, to seven. Twelve to seven. Yeah, I believe it was twelve to seven. So, and, Mike, you're five and one in picking the Bears. I'm four and two, and the Bears are two and four. Somebody owes uh, Amazon a billion dollars for their Thursday night purchase. I mean, that is just sad. Rich, before we get into this week's predictions, week six predictions, um, I got a question for you. Okay. We're five weeks in. How do you? We're almost. We're we're. A little past a quarter of the way through the season. How do you feel about your uh, number of wins you gave the Bears at the beginning of the year? I'm not feeling good. Um, I didn't watch much of the uh, Bears Commanders game. It was bad. I just lost track of time. I lost track of time, and I knew that I had to be up early to get into work early. So around halftime. That's when I hit the shower, and by the time I got not done using, going through like the uh, the bathroom routine, um, my wife had already shut the game off, so I didn't bother going in there and turn her back on. Yeah, it wasn't um, worth watching. They were done by yeah. they were done by like they they were done early because it was a bunch of running and it wasn't that great a play. So they it was a really quick game. Um, there wasn't a yeah. lot of touchdown. There was one touchdown or two touchdowns in the game. Um, it it was terrible Thursday night football. Uh, yeah, I mean, the one theme that I did see through the halftime show and even during during the game, Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet were talking about. You have a guy that has the ability to run a really good running quarterback that runs fast as a sub 40 40 time. Yeah. And you're trying to make him into a pocket passer. And Kirk Herbstreit was even saying, look at all these college, co- the college quarterbacks coming into the league today that have, that were good college quarterbacks. Yep. But you seem to have so many teams are drafting them and then forcing them into a system that they're not maybe either not ready for or they just don't have the skill set to play within that system excuse me instead of doing what uh baltimore has done and probably to a lesser extent buffalo in building a system around their quarterback's talents yeah it's it's sad uh you would think that that would be a better that would be a more uh intelligent way to use a quarterback you're using that much draft capital and that much uh, that much money wrapped up in one player and yet you are shoehorning him into something by the way you want to talk about a team that uses a a quarterback to the best of his abilities and wraps wraps the the offensive uh, mindset around him who's that Mike? Kansas City yeah 
You, tell me another team that pulls up plays that are more designed for Patrick Mahomes or insert their quarterback. Well, probably Baltimore and Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. And I think to a lesser extent because they know what he's good at and how they can use him within their system. Taysom Hill in New Orleans. I yeah, that you you are he's correct. He's not a quarterback. That. He's not a quarterback. They've he is fully they've gotten him to buy into being a Swiss Army knife type player. By the way, defined by being how defined like one position. How dirty are they doing him though? He was like he signed a contract basically saying if you guys if you guys let me play quarterback I'll play quarterback and get paid like a quarterback. But if you don't, well, I guess I'll get paid like a tight end. A really good tight end, but a tight end nonetheless. But right now, I mean, you look at what his daily, weekly stats are, he's more, he's more of a running back yeah, than, but, than a receiving. Than but a even receiving beyond that, player. though, my problem isn't that. My problem is he left it up to them. How often is a team going to allow him to, to play like that? Probably not very often, but all right. Getting back to the Bears, though. Okay. So, I mean, I understand that Justin Fields wasn't this coaching staffs or even the front offices. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this mindset. And I and I. But but you go. They were also, but the front office hired the coaching staff, and I'm sure that during that interview process, it would be all right. How do you? How best do you think we can use our incumbent quarterback that we're that we inherited together in Justin Fields. And yet we chose the, an offensive play caller. We chose our play caller to be the guy that was the quarterback coach for Aaron Rodgers, and maybe had, maybe had a hand in maybe developing a little bit of J- Jordan Love's game, but Justin Fields doesn't have the same skill set as Aaron Rodgers. Or Jordan Love. Or Jordan Love. Well, even though what limited action we've seen of Jordan Love. Yeah, I, I am sick of this mindset that if he wasn't our quarterback. You're right, he wasn't. But he's the guy that you have. And mm-hmm. do your best with what you have. I'm sick of it. We got to stop. You, you got to stop this argument of, hey, uh, he's not our quarterback. No, he is your quarterback. You came in, you accepted the job knowing who the quarterback was. If you didn't want that guy as your quarterback, don't take the job. I don't care. You accepted the job to be this guy's head coach. Why are you why are you trying to tell me now that he's not my quarterback? Done that up. I'm done no. with it. So yeah, so hopefully hopefully they figure out ways to better you utilize Justin Fields' skill sets. Yeah. But right now, they're not. Yep. So, Mike, week number six. Let's go into it. Week number six, let's start out with Thursday night football. Okay? Thursday night football is the same. Oh, wait, no. Let's start out with games you're going to watch tomorrow. You're right. Let's go with games you're going to watch tomorrow. Uh, we have the Vikings. I'm going to pick the Vikings over the Dolphins. The Vikings look like a great team. That will be reflected once we get to our power rankings. Yeah, and the Dolphins are now on their third-string quarterback as Teddy Bridgewater 
is not did not get cleared to play this week. Tua didn't get cleared to play this week. Although a story that I saw pop up um, while I was getting before coming on air, Tua Tungavailoa is cleared concussion protocol and he is expected to start week number seven. Lord help us. Stay boy. tuned for more information on that one. Lord All right, help my lock. Yeah, my lock of the week. Uh, you probably took the best one, Mike. So I'm going to go with um, maybe one that's that wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't come through with the uh, since it didn't work uh, as an as an upset last week. But I'm going to go with the Bengals over the Saints down in New Orleans. OK, I, I'm OK with that. Um, that's a that's a pretty good pick there um, for the upset special of the week. I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. Over the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts look bad this year. The Jaguars are better, are doing better this year than anybody predicted them to do. I like that pick. Yeah. Also, Jacksonville always plays Indy tough, even if Jacksonville's a horrible team. Yeah. They always show up against the Colts. So yeah. I like it. Uh, Mike, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots over the Buffalo, over uh, the Browns. Both teams want to run the ball. And I think Jackson. I think the Patriots are going to beat the Browns at their own game. Okay. Um, Thursday night, you're going to see the Saints play the Cardinals in Arizona. Man, this game is too. I think it's too close to call. But we have to make a prediction. Rich, what's your prediction? I'm going to go with the Cardinals, but I may switch the pick on the yahoo app oh yeah around thursday i i don't have a but clue for the show per, for our show predictions i it will be the cardinals in the book yeah and i'm gonna go the same route um we talked about it there are too many injuries in new orleans to really pick those guys to do anything um and you don't know what cardinals team is going to show up yeah that's the problem um, I don't think we're going to see Nate Kingsbury uh, last that much longer if he doesn't at least make the playoffs this year. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff, yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. Nate Kingsbury yeah. is a former pastor friend of both of ours. So, yeah, yeah. He, he's still he's still up in Michigan. I don't think he uh, I don't think he got the NFL gig. He, the gig yet. Hey, speaking of which, uh, <laughs> speaking of guys getting uh, roles. Uh, we forgot to mention uh, the Carolina Panthers have fired Matt Rule. Yeah, it it's no longer uh, Matt. Matt does not rule in Cal in Carolina anymore. By the way, do you know what he gets paid? What he's going to get paid for the next forty eight months? Forty eight million dollars, or around yeah. that around that time figure. It's eight hundred thousand dollars a month. By the way, can I? I volunteer as tribute to be the next Bears head coach. <laughs> I volunteer. As tri- I'll take I'll take a hometown discount. Even you mm-hmm. you you just have to pay me twenty million. We'll we'll cut it in half. Twenty million. Have a really bad losing season. Accept failure and I, I, I'm I'm gonna I, I accept my fate as be a fired coach. I didn't get my job done. I didn't get my job done. Apologize to all those fans out there. I'm going to go watch these guys play some some good football. 
uh, next year. Hopefully, mm. this team can improve. Here's my banking info, so you know where to send the money. Send the <laughs> send them checks every month. I'm gonna take my eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars a month. Yeah, Man. I mean, I I think Matt Rule. I, I don't think he's going to ever get an NFL head coaching job again, but I no. wouldn't be surprised to see him back in college. Yeah. As Carolina hired him because he had a good track record of turning around college football programs. Yeah. And that just did not translate at all to the NFL. Yeah. Um, man, I was not expecting anybody to do that this early in the, for that to happen this early in the year. Uh, I normally expect it around week eight when we start seeing quarter or coaches get fired, but or at uh, least start talking about teams, coaches on the hot seat. Yeah. You don't even really start talking about like, or seriously start looking at coaches on the hot seat this early. I'm surprised that you even put that. So we have a document that we go through and this week, Rich even put it on there. I think because of Matt rule. Yeah. But I don't think we're, I'm ready to talk about it yet. I mean, All I right. think Ron Rivera's on the hot seat. I, I feel bad for him. I think he shouldn't be. By the way, uh, Ron Rivera's on the hot seat. I don't like it because I think uh, I think they should give him another two years so that way when the Bears fire uh, Matt Eberfuss, they can hire Ron Rivera, <laughs> bring him in. He can come back to Chicago. Let's okay. do it. Yeah. If I had this being the, the one guy that I think has got on the hot seat is probably Frank Reich down in Indy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge one, too. I, I don't know how he's going to continue to stay uh, employed there if he doesn't do something by the end of this year. Um, man, we could go through a, a bunch of teams. teams, Guys that I think have solidified their safety for the year. This, this one's going to surprise you. Okay. Because the team's not that great. Lovey Smith. I don't think Lovey Smith at all was, in my opinion, I don't think he was in jeopardy of losing his job because I think the vast majority of people, and even though it happened two years ago, or what seems like two years ago, the soundbite on the local ESPN radio show is that it almost seems like Lovey Smith was like the last man standing in, in that coaching search, so he got the job by default. And yeah. wouldn't it isn't it a coincidence that the like the the Texans job is the only job that went to an African American minority candidate? I have. So I, I don't have think some uh, from a put. PR standpoint. From a PR standpoint, I don't think that they could turn around and fire Lovey Smith after one year. Yeah, I, I actually kind of want to bring up bring up a clip that I watched today about Todd Bowl how Todd Bowles responded to uh, some uh, comments. And, and questions about well I'll I'll, I'll paraphrase um, I, I kind of should have had I knew I should have had it up I watched it this morning basically um, reporters were asking him about the fact that he's one of only three is it three or four head coaches in the NFL that are uh, African American and, and isn't it good to, that we're starting to see people that look like you and 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 whatnot and he said you know what you know what it is when when I talk to the guys when I talk to to the when I'm on on the field coaching you know what I see across from me I see a good coach or I see a bad coach I don't see a skin color this is 
this is not me. This is basically me me paraphrasing slash quoting Todd Bowles. He said, "You guys, the media are the ones that are making it making this issue. None of my guys think anything of it. None of my guys see look at me and say, "Oh, he's a black coach. I gotta gotta do something different because he's here." They want to play their hearts out. And they want to play for somebody that wants them to play their hearts out. And they want to play for somebody that wants to get the best out of their people. And has the best in mind for their people. That's the message from Todd Bowles this week as he was being interviewed. And man, I'm here for it. Yes, do I think we we should try to to give as much opportunity to those in the African American community as we do to those in, in the white community? I think we should. But, but you it, still should be hiring the best person for the job that's going to fit that that you feel is going to be the best the best person for the job. And at the end of the day, you that's what you need. And it, that's exactly yeah. You you finished up my quote for for me perfectly or my my thoughts on that perfectly. Okay, Rich. Um let's get our top 10 there's been quite a bit of shakeup uh, we are at 33 minutes. Do you want to do that, or do you want to come back to that after we hit uh, NHL and NBA to give our final pr- our predictions on those? Um, yeah, we can do that. We can give our uh, predictions real quick because I know that won't take too much time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the NHL. So last week we gave you our playoff teams. This week we're giving you our Stanley Cup playoff predictions. Yeah. So Mike. Who do you like? I, you know, again, and I, I think this is possible, but again, I don't remember how the NHL splits up their, their thing. I think it's possible this matchup, if I remember correctly, the Lightning over the Avalanche. Yes, the Lightning are in the East, the Avalanche are in the West. Okay. Um, I, I really don't follow the NHL. I don't. I'm not pretending that I know a lot about the NHL as I really mainly kind of watch around the Stanley Cup finals. That's really about it. You just like so, looking at dudes with beards. Yeah. When they look so, when, they're, when they look like young boys clean shaven, you don't want to watch. Well, okay. Or I watch the special event games, like the outdoor games. Yeah, the wait. outdoor games and the Stanley Cup finals. That's Those are the only games I watch. Yep. Um, so I'm going to go with the Florida Panthers over the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, I switched it up. I'm going to go with Edmonton. Okay. Okay. That's totally, totally I tried, acceptable. I, I tried looking around before putting this together. What are the experts that actually follow hockey? What are the, who are they showing could go to the Stanley cup finals? A lot of people put Edmonton. So I'm going to go with Edmonton. I like that. And you're right. That is a lot of, a lot of people are saying that. Okay. On the NBA side this week, we're going to give you each uh, our 16 teams that will make the playoffs uh, in no particular order. Actually, yes. it is going to be in particular order. We're going to go alphabetical. Okay. Yeah, that is, right. There is an order. It's alphabetical because I put the – I put the – so what had happened was I put the teams in the uh, in my rankings on how they would rank and who would be in first through last. Um, and Rich was being bothered by the fact that he wanted it in alphabetical. So we went alphabetical. And, we'll, and I, I put them in no order and then was looking, all right, hey, we could make this go really smoothly if they were in alphabetical order. Yeah. 
I liked having one to eight, but Rich didn't. So we'll go alphabetical. Rich, the number one team has no alphabet in their name. Yeah. The first um, team we are both putting in, by the way. The Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. So we're starting in the Eastern Conference. Yep. Um, we both put the Philadelphia 76ers. Mike, what's the next team on the list that we think is going to make the playoffs? We are going to Milwaukee for the Bucks. I put the Bucks yep. in, and so did you. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. The next team on the list that we both put in, is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, I, I like the Cavs addition of Donovan Mitchell. And yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they challenged for the division crown instead of the Bucks too. But okay. in the NBA, winning your division isn't as big of a deal as it is in the, in the other sports. Yep. You just need to be in the top eight of your conference. Yep. All right, Mike. So the next team that we agreed on was the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I, they're a great team. Um, look for them to, to only improve this year. Uh, Going to be a, a tough team to beat. I man, um, you know, I, I I'm I still think they'll make the playoffs, but I want to see if the unexpected coaching change, how that will affect them, of losing their losing their coach due to some personnel reasons of him being suspended yeah, for the year. I think I, it I'm, happened. So I'm curious to see what, how that affects the team. I think that happened early enough in the season or early enough. It, it happened right at the beginning of training camp. Um, so you're coming in, basically you have a fresh coach, but they're, they're using guys that they had had. Um, and I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Like I, like we said in the next in the last game, uh, or in the last segment, it's about who you who you are as 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 long as the guy across from you, the guy that's actually coaching, is putting his best putting his best effort and helping the team win. That's all you care about. So, um, the next team and second to last team that we agree upon, mm-hmm. the Miami Heat. Yeah. The Heat, I think, are always good. They may yeah. not look the best on paper, but they, but they always end up making that top eight. So it's hard for me to leave them out. Yep. And Mike, the last team that we agree on is the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, let's go to teams we don't agree on in the East. Rich, one that we both like, but you are the only one that thinks they're going to make the playoffs. Who is it? Um, I put the Chicago Bulls here. Okay, is that because you actually think so, or because you're a Bulls fan? Um, I, I, I don't know. It made sense at the time that I put the list together to work for me. That, hey, I was looking for playoff teams. So yep, I, nope. I'm going to go with the Bulls. Totally makes sense. Um, it, and I put my first team that you did not have, the Atlanta Hawks. All right. So my other team that wasn't on your list, I put the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, I think they've taken a step back. And I think the Hornets are going to be a better team this year rounding out the top eight let's go over to the west as we agree upon the clippers yeah um paul george and Kawhi leonard are finally going to get a chance to play together yeah yeah uh yeah i think they'll be a good team 
I, they've they've done everything they can. Uh, spoiler alert: That's the only team that I think from LA is going to make the playoffs. All right, more on that later. Mike, the next team that we both have on the list is the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, the Grizzlies—they're—they're they're a good team. They're one of those small market teams that just can draw guys in somehow, and yeah, they've put they, together. They get, yeah, they've—they've they've kind of been. They're not. They're st- they're still that attitude of that grit and grind. Yeah. attitude but and they got a good score in John Morant yeah so they're a young up-and-coming team they just need a little bit more experience and uh, it looks like the ownership group wants to keep that team together keep yeah. the core together look out for right, them Mike, this what's year. the next team the, that we agree on the Dallas Mavericks yep I think as long as Luka Doncic can uh, stay healthy they think the Mavs can make the playoffs key of the team right there you just said it uh that's it it's all it all rests on Luka Doncic really it does um Rich what is the next team we both have on the list the Denver Nuggets yeah go go with them Nugs those are some that's a good team there uh watch out for them they're they there's some there's some gold happening in uh in Denver uh, Rich, right. we also both agree on the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, but much like the Celtics, there's some controversy down in the Valley of the Sun as well. Yeah. As the owner is in hot water on whether for some, um, was it inappropriate? All sorts comments of terribleness. He, yeah. All sorts all of terribleness. terribleness. He needs to sell the team. Caused. Racism. And I think, he has sorts ca- of I think he has put the team up for sale. Yeah, and that's a good, so that's a dealing, good call. Yeah, and also their uh, their coach and their center aren't on the same page as DeAndre Aton uh, signed an offer sheet to sign with this sign with the Indiana Pacers. The Suns chose chose to match that contract to bring him back to Phoenix, and supposedly since that contract, since the playoff loss the coach and Anton have not talked at all. So I don't know. I don't think I don't it's know that, what I don't exactly think it's is that going on down. In I Houston. guarantee they've talked since because I guarantee that during training camp they've been talking. They had to. Have. Yeah. I know that before training camp there was controversy about it, but I don't think that's that's where we're at. Um, all right. One the thing next... I will say, the last thing I'm going to say about it, and this is the bigger one for me, uh, I think the – a a crazy owner is less hurtful than a than an issue with your head coach. So I actually mm-hmm. think that the controversy about the head coach or about the owner means nothing to the team. Mm-hmm. That is a nothing burger. They don't care. So okay, okay, fair enough. So Mike, the next team that we kind of agree on is the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, just because I typed, I, I used nicknames a little. I used shortened nicknames. Yes, that would be the next team alphabetically. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it's the Warriors. How are you going to go against them right now? Mm-hmm. Like they are. If they have Steph Curry, they have a chance. And it doesn't matter if Steph is at half court, three quarters court. You can't. You can't stop that that man. Yeah, he I is. Think they're the early favorite to. 
to repeat as the NBA champs. He is draining balls from as far away as he wants to and does well doing it. It's it's crazy. The final team we both agree on in the West is going to be the Timberwolves. I put them down just as the Wolves. That's my bad, but they are the Timberwolves. Yeah, most teams call them the Wolves anyway, but yeah. yeah. Denver, I mean, Minnesota, I think, got better bringing in Rudy Gobert. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd look for the Timberwolves to maybe make it out of the first round this year. All right, Mike. The two, the one team that we didn't agree on in the West was well, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, that's the one team you picked that I that I don't agree yeah. with. Um, yeah, I don't think they're they're old. Um, yeah, you got LeBron, but last year proved that having LeBron does not guarantee you anything anymore. Yeah, um, but but for me, I, I it's hard for me not to put the Lakers in the playoffs. I can midway understand point, it. Midway point or maybe two weeks before the regular season is going to end, then I could maybe make a call of, you know, doesn't look like the Lakers are going to make it. They're too far. They're too close to that cut line, and there's some hungry teams down on the bottom that could undertake them. But in the preseason, I, I got to put them in. We're going to see a full year of the second coming of LeBron James. By the way, this man is bigger. This man is stronger than LeBron James. Zion Williamson with the Pelicans. This is going to be his. So last year, he missed the early part of the season. This year, I think he, as long as he stays healthy, look out for that team. Yeah, and I do like that. And they, and they picked up uh, C.J. McCollum at the trade deadline last year so you're you're gonna have a full year of uh, mccullum yeah down in new orleans as well so i don't i don't i don't disagree with putting the uh the pelicans in there um i just chose to go with a veteran team led by probably i don't know generational talent like like lebron james there's nobody like lebron james so i i gotta give him benefit of the doubt that he'll find a way to get his team in the playoffs okay um real quick uh, playoffs just started. Not a lot to talk about. Uh, Rich, tell us in the. Uh, by the way, we're going to give you our finals, our conference finals, and then our final predictions next week uh, for the NBA. We probably won't talk Stanley Cup for a while, um, except to say, make uh, make Chicago sell the team. I'll, I might say that every week. Mm. Um, I want to cheer for them again, but I won't because I want their team to suck so bad they they have to sell the team. Um, Okay. The playoff picture in the MLB, uh, your wild card teams, the uh, the Indians, I'm sorry, the Guardians. Guardians. I I know. It's force of habit. Force of habit. But, uh, yeah, the Guardians beat the Rays two games to zero. Seattle upset the Toronto Blue Jays, sweeping their three-game set 2-0. The Phillies took out the Cardinals. Good job, Philly. 2-0. And the San Diego Padres beat the New York Mets 2-1. Rich, uh, Rich, do you know what San Diego means? It means San, San Diego. Diego. It, just, yes. it just does. Okay, so uh, the, your uh, division series currently, the Yankees and Guardians are tied 1-1. 
the Houston baseball team is up 2-0 on the Mariners. The Padres lead two games to one over the Dodgers, and the Phillies lead two games to one over Atlanta. Okay. Um, yeah, and then we'll we'll talk more baseball next week. We got, I mean, there's managers that are being fired and Not, guys are being the, promoted. I think the firings are done. I think the firings are done. Right. Um, the Phillies decided promoted. to retain their manager. Yeah. After how well he got, how well the team turned around once he took over the reins from yep. Joe Girardi. Uh, but there's really no other updates. Nobody else got fired and nobody else has gotten hired. Okay. So um, probably more on that later. Mike, you're ready to circle back to our power rankings. Yeah. So our power rankings, I think, are going to be a little bit boring. Um, but we'll, we'll get started. So, Rich, with our power rankings, um, let's start with your number one i went with the kansas city chiefs okay uh this is where i'm gonna shock you okay you ready to be shocked who is it mike philadelphia eagles i was tempted to put them number one mike i really was but they're beating up on average or below average teams their only good win in my opinion, is their win against the Vikings. Their previous wins, Detroit, Washington, Jacksonville, Arizona. Um, By the way, there's not that many teams that have have really good records. Yeah. They're all, most of the teams this year are average or below average. Like, I know that that sounds weird, but there are more teams that are in that average rate right now. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I think I might move them up. I mean, especially with the Chiefs and the Bills playing each other this week. Yeah, I no, I get it. But this this is where I think the and biggest controversy yeah. is going to be. This is it. Yeah. I think the Eagles are the best team in the. They are showing that they are the best team. Uh, they are playing the best right now. Yeah, they might be beating up on mediocre teams, and they might have a fairly easy schedule comparative to the 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 Kansas City Chiefs and the Buff Buffalo Bills. But they're getting it done. That's what, yeah, and that's what winning teams are supposed to do. You win the games you're supposed to win. And we've seen both the Bills and the Chiefs lose games they're supposed to win. Like, yes, they may only be one-loss teams, but they both lost games that they should have won. Both those teams, if you look on paper, mm-hmm. both of those teams should, have, should be undefeated teams. But they're not. So, either All way. Right, fair enough. So, Mike, who did you put at number two? Number two, that's where I have Kansas City. All right. I have Buffalo at number two. And I move them down to three. And that's where I have the Eagles. I, I, I think it makes sense. And I, by the way, I honestly don't think there's a good argument against either one of those top three. Yep. So, here, here's what I'll do next week, though. If the Eagles beat the Cowboys... More than likely, they're going to go up to two, and the winner of the Bills-Chiefs game is going to go up to number one. Okay. And, and I Loser think, of the Bills-Chiefs goes down to three. I think that's actually a, a decent decent way to look at it. Um, then we get into number four. Number four is where I put the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I'm, and I'm... I never, I didn't really think. Once Dak got injured, I thought this was the beginning of the end of their season. And 
they've obviously they've actually played better with Cooper Rush as their quarterback. I don't think they've played as I don't think they've played to the point where they need to seriously consider keeping Cooper Rush as the starting quarterback when Dak is healthy. But at least they're to the point that they can look at it as a week as a week to week basis of, you know what, let's not rush Dak back. Yeah, I think risk further injury. I think the biggest thing that comes in, and this is just for me, is that Mm -hmm. uh, they have been playing. They they knew what they were getting into, and they they were ready for it. Um, and so I you know I like it. I still have some questions there. Uh, I don't have them at number four. In fact, I have the Vikings at number four. My number five right. team, the Dallas Cowboys. All right. So we're, we're not that far off. I put nope. the Vikings at five. Nope. I, like I said, I told him. So Rich Rich actually copies all of his, rank, his eye tests over to another sheet and then doesn't look at mine. And I look at the, the combined thing that we have. Um which we should probably get back into giving our rankings for the power ranking, our actual power ranking, power rankings. Because right now we're just giving you and my Rich and I's eye test power rankings. Uh, we should well, give one, you the power, power we, rankings. Why don't we do this, Mike? Once we get through our top ten, let's give what the power rankings top ten is. Totally works. Um, All right. So who do you have so at my, five, Rich? You said, oh, uh, yeah. My, I put the Vikings. Yep. So number six, Mike, I put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Me too. All right. Number seven, I finally got to, had to give this team some respect. They're a lot better than we thought they would be. And they have beaten some decent teams. Yeah. The New York football giants. Yep. And we'll get to where I have them in just a second. But first, my number, that's your number seven. My number seven is the Baltimore Ravens. All right. I put the Ravens at number eight. My number eight is the San Francisco 49ers. And my number nine okay. is the Green Bay Packers. You want to talk about the San Francisco 49ers? Nope, not really. Okay. I'm good. Um, I put the Packers at number nine. Yep. And I rounded out my top ten with the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I rounded out my top ten with the New York football Giants. All right, so we're really I, not that far off. Honestly, and it, and it, this is my counterpoint. Yeah, they're they're looking good right now, but I'm not sure that I, are we looking at fool's gold or are we looking at real gold? And I'm not sure on that yet. I I haven't been fully convinced that we're looking at gold. No, and, and neither so am I. That's but why it, I can't put them any higher than ten. Oh yeah, and I struggled with where how high to put them, but I felt that they needed to be. I felt that they needed to be there just based off of the thing of, you know what? They beat the Green Bay Packers, so it's hard for me to put the Giants below the Packers. Yep. They beat the Tennessee Titans, so yep. I necessarily couldn't put the, put them below that team. So so by, by all means, if when they start slipping, and I think it's a win, not an if they start slipping, they're going to go down in the rankings. Yeah. But for now, that's why I had to put them at number seven. So, um, yep. So, the, so I our, put the Niners at number 11. Okay, and that's fine. I, I totally get that. Um, by the way, I put the... Uh, I, I put... Uh, who did you have at 10? Uh, 10 is where I put the Tennessee Titans. I put them at 11. Okay. So, 
Um, okay, now, how the power rankings work, we have some math that we do and we use a couple of different things, but the way that the math works, uh, works out this week, number one is the Kansas City Chiefs, number two is the Buffalo Bills, number three is the Philadelphia Eagles, number four is the Dallas Cowboys, number five is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number six is the Vikings, number seven, the Ravens, number eight, the Niners, number 10, or number nine, the Packers, and number 10, the Titans. So, by the way, outside of the Giants, uh, that's actually pretty close to what we have. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Mike, why don't you, since you got the power rankings tab, so since your, your sheet that you're looking at is sorted by the power rankings, who are the power rankings bottom five? At 20, Before we give you ours. At 28, they have the Detroit Lions. 29, they have the Pittsburgh Pir- or Pittsburgh Steelers. 30, they have the Bears. 31, the Carolina Panthers. And 32, the Houston Astros. Or uh, Houston Texans. Wow. Okay. So my number 32 team, this is where I put the Carolina Panthers. Um... I actually put the Houston uh, Texans at thirty at thirty-two. All right. I mean, my my tiebreaker is uh, as I was trying to look around. All right, who really should be in this bottom five? I started looking at who have they beaten, and for me, I think that the uh, jet the win the Texans win over the Jaguars was a lot better than the Panthers beating up on an injured Saints team. So um, that's why I put the Panthers at thirty-two. So my argument is actually that. Uh, who who's in a better position players wise and I actually think the Panthers are in a better position than the the Houston Texans but that's not who I have at 31 who do you have at 31 Rich 31 is I that's where I put the Texans I put the Chicago Bears at 31 all right they're hot garbage and that was not including uh, this week's game by the way that was before this week's game so, uh, yeah. at 30 is where I put the Carolina Panthers. Okay. 30 is where I have the Commanders. Okay. Um, I have the Commanders ranked a little bit higher, but uh, we'll see where they are when we get there. Who do you have at 29, Rich? The Chicago Bears. Okay. They're I... not going to be They're not gonna be 29 next week. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even know if they're going to be 31 next week. <laughs> um, All that and more last next week. So, Mike, 29 out the bottom five. 29 for me 29? is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And 28, I actually put the Washington football team commander redskin thing. Yeah, I, I put the Steelers at number 28. Okay. So we agreed on the teams in the bottom five, just in different orders. Where do you have uh, the Detroit Lions? I put the Lions at 26. I gave I them 25. Have them higher. I really do want to yeah. have them higher because they're putting points on the board. They just can't keep the other team off of the scoreboard. Yeah. yeah. And their one win is against the Commanders, who I have ranked number 30 at the time. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we will... I mean, we did it, and we're under we're under an hour. Boom! Any okay. shout-outs this week before we uh, before we get going? I don't have any shout-outs this week. I have two. Um, go for it. And they're for my twin nieces. 
uh, had their first birthday this week. Uh, my nice. little brother and his wife had twins about a year ago uh, Tuesday. So happy birthday to the girls. So Hannah and Elizabeth. All right. Good deal. And uh, yeah. So. All right, Mike. So uh, people are listening, to, watching us here on Facebook and uh, they want to take us on the road. Where else can they find us at? They can find us anywhere they find their podcasts. Or if you want to watch us without watching us on Facebook, you can catch us on YouTube. Rich, where should people go to participate in our poll questions or to get a live comment shout out and get notified when we go live? Uh, make sure to find us on Facebook at either Fans of Balls and Sticks or Balls and Sticks. The polls are on Fans of Balls and Sticks. The live stream can be found on both of them. Okay. And um, and also, Mike, you did you do a Twitter poll this week? I did not. I forgot to do that, but I should do that this week. Yeah, so watch for a Twitter um, poll to more than likely get posted by Meat Heart. No, nope, no, nope, it'll be by Balls underscore Sticks. Okay, okay, you don't do it. You don't post to the Balls and Sticks Twitter nope. handle. I use page. Balls and Sticks to ask the question. Okay, so watch for that if you're in the Twitterverse. Yeah, and you can follow Rich at... I don't know your Twitter handle. I, I don't use it. I don't use okay. it, but I believe it is Mr. Rich 925 Yeah, look for me at Meat Heart on Twitter. Okay, folks, Rich, this has been a good show. It has been, and we did it under an hour. So um, we're now just over an hour, but ah, just missed it. We'll try and be better next time, Mike. Yeah, I think it's so. Uh, we'll talk at you next week. Watch for us for uh, to go live and uh, and for the uh, the YouTube video to get posted. So uh, wherever you catch us, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you make an appropriate comment on our Facebook live stream, we'll make sure to give you a shout out at the end of the show or a reaction shout out as well. Um, did we have any of those, Mike, before we roll nope. the outro? Nope. No. All right, Mike, go ahead and roll the outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. <laughs>